Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Apprised Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. <sighs> there are 23 different bits I could do at the start of this episode. All right, I'm going to need you to pick a uh, bit. <laughs> God damn how it, you Ashley. Decide which, how are you going to decide which one? I was trying to say a thing, and then Molly said it. <laughs> I was trying to give gravitas. <laughs> how are you going to decide which one to use? Ashley, how many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> this is what we do on Totally Reprise. This is it is the joke. It is the joke from this episode. I mean, there's also our good buddy Freddy, who we get I mean, to meet yes, for the first time. Yeah, but man, <laughs> I, I, I. Thought that you know, with Luke's love of trying out uh, accents, that uh-huh. he is just. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, you thought we were gonna have British Luke? Hello, yeah. everyone. It's me, Freddy. Okay, well, that... I have Autumn here with us. I'm gonna free them from this hell that <laughs> I they was are here the whole in. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are now free from the podcast pit. I was doing my best not to laugh. That was kind of surreal because I've listened to Totally Reprised a few times. Did I actually uh-huh. hear it happen? It was like, oh, weird. I can I can interject in the conversation. You can what? interject. Uh-huh. Now you can tell everybody that they're wrong. Because I do talk to the podcast a lot. Uh, more yeah. than most other podcasts I listen to, I'm like, oh, fuck you. That's wrong <laughs> or whatever. I, but yeah. I will sometimes put I, a podcast on to take a nap and then I will dream that I am recording it with the people talking and start (laughs) to get really annoyed that they're not listening to me when I try to respond to what they're saying. They should listen. I fall asleep to podcasts every night, so I'm very familiar with this dream. Yeah. (laughs) 9% of the time I listen listen to one of our podcasts, mainly for editing purposes. Mm -hmm. I go... Oh, man, I wish I said this, and then it's like a 50-50 chance whether I said it or not. Oh, when you do oh, say yeah. it, though, it's the sweetest oh, dream. Yeah. It's like, oh, good job, me. <laughs> it's amazing how, like, I'll forget everything I said on a pad- podcast, like, 15 minutes after I record it. Like, mm-hmm. it is gone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People who re-listen to our podcasts, like, I understand, you know, you come to things late, but they'll say to me, like, oh, this thing you said, like... A hundred episodes I'm gonna go like no yeah <laughs> that, do- that doesn't exist yeah, yeah. that wasn't yep, yep. actually I think you'll find that I have a new opinion on that matter. <laughs> uh great hi everybody uh I'm on vacation still Ashley is just back from vacation Luke has been working because he's a chump <laughs> wow <laughs> all right Luke I love you <laughs> mm-hmm. I- I'm really feeling that right now <laughs> it's been so weird I haven't talked to you guys in two weeks. It's fucked. It's, it's been a little it, while. It is. It's very weird. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, Luke, tell me what you've been up to because I genuinely have no idea what you've been doing. <laughs> Well, we did when I go the, uh, on vacation, I'm very offline. Right, right. Uh, we did the Extra Life stream last weekend. That was a lot of fun. Played some Metal Gear Solid 3. Have not touched a Metal Gear in, in a while. That was a fun thing to go back to. Um, also, got into the closed beta for the Hitman 3 roguelike mode and played so much of that. Oh, I didn't realize it was a beta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was out like last weekend, and then it's coming out for real um, in January. Um, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it uh, seemed like you were having a good time. Yeah. The way they set it up, you have, like, a safe house that, when you first, like, start it, it is mostly empty. Most of the rooms are locked, and you can't get to them until you level up more. Um, the, the bathroom is one of those rooms that you cannot get into until you're level four, which... That's a high-level <laughs> high room. Uh, Diana does not let you go into the bathroom or outside until a uh, much higher level, so I guess she just wants you to shit on the floor while you're prepping for your next assassination. Um, whatever you say, Diana. <laughs> this yeah. is the weirdest play I've ever encountered. <laughs> um... But then you have, like, uh, a bunch of different, like, criminal syndicates, and you decide which one to go after. And they're all, like, based on certain types of, like, white-collar crime that inform what kinds of missions they'll give you. So, like, uh, the big pharma targets all, will all make you, like, do poisoning and stuff. Sure. Whereas, like, the, uh, like, environmental disaster targets will make you do, like, environmental kills. Um, That's which neat. Is, yeah, it's a neat setup. Um, so... It's almost like I don't have you ever messed with the contracts mode in those games, Molly? A bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like that. They just randomly pick an NPC on the map. It's like, okay, actually that person's secretly a member of this syndicate. You need to kill them. And also here's three bonus objectives you have to do to earn money while you kill them. Um and it's stuff like like I was just saying, use an environmental kill or poison them or like shoot them to death with an unsilenced gun, but also don't get caught. That kind don't of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it just, it gives you a lot of prompts to like play in ways you might not normally and kind of force you out of your comfort zone, which is really cool. Um, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. So if you just succeed the mission, then you just keep playing. If you succeed with those bonus objectives, you get money. If you fail, the like campaign doesn't end. It just raises the alert level of all of the like following missions which i think means like i think you start off playing on normal difficulty and once you fail one it bumps all the other ones up to hard oh, or like you know the guards oh. have like better vision and uh, more security cameras stuff. i don't know if that's how it works that's how it felt but um and it also if you fail two in a row like that then you're done okay. um yeah and uh then after you complete a couple of those, you get to a point where you can do what they call like a showdown mission where like you found one of the leaders of this syndicate and um, we don't actually know who they are, or what they look like, but we know they're in this location and we have like, here are three physical attributes they have, like they're wearing glasses or they have a necklace or something. And also here are like three behaviors they engage in. And we're going to highlight, like, five guys in purple. One of them is the target. You just have to, like, sneak around and observe them until you can, like, pin down which one is the right one. Um, except also, they have assassins of their own as bodyguards that oh. if you are if you act suspiciously, oh, they will shit. just kill you. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Well. <laughs> but if you can figure out who the assassins are and take them out, hey, you finally got a silenced pistol because they don't just give those to you in this yeah, mode. Yeah, that's free equipment for you. 
Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's pretty um, sick. And they also have, like, lookouts where, like, if they catch you doing something suspicious, they will just tell everybody to book it, and then you have until they escape the level to kill them, or you fail. Man, that's cool. Yeah, it's a really cool thing that kind of puts a new twist on a game I already liked a lot. I think there's some stuff I hope they tweak with, like, how the, um, like, economy systems work, where, like, it eventually hit me, they're like, oh... Money doesn't get you that much, because all you use it for is to buy equipment. And the thing about those games is you can pretty much find all the equipment you need in a level. Yeah. And if I'm not going to worry about doing the... Like, the fun part of it was doing the side missions. But if there's no incentive to do them, and I can beat the missions more easily by ignoring them, that's a problem, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So I, I hope they figure something out to, like, make that gel a little better. But I think... What they got is really cool. I had a really fun time playing it. Now I'm just playing a bunch of normal Hitman because now it's... I got it back in my blood. Game's pretty good. <laughs> Game's pretty good is the thing. I don't think I have it downloaded still, which is a shame. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it for me. Were you going to say something on him? Oh, I was just going to say I'd never thought about until Luke was describing it that Agent 47 is just kind of murder Columbo. Uh, just oh, like yeah, going yeah, after yeah. white collar criminals <laughs> yeah, in this no, way. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The new Hitman's is all about killing guys who like probably deserve it. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And like I it starts out, you're also working one. for guys who deserve it. But as you keep going, it's like, what if we killed them too, though? <laughs> what if we did? <laughs> Wait, all of y'all suck. Yeah. <laughs> and like the like by the end of Hitman Three, it's just like, well, we killed everybody, and now it's you and me hanging out in this cabin in the woods. And this mode is kind of set after that, like. Well, we better keep murdering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's still guys. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, great. Okay, Ashley, what have you been doing? Uh, so I went to Florida for my dad's 60th birthday. Yes. Oh, nice. huh. uh, which was a good time. I was very glad to uh, see you know my, my family and uh, celebrate my dad because he's a cool guy as previously discussed on this podcast your dad is very cool <laughs> yeah uh we watched a lot of movies down there hell yeah we all got to choose one movie that we decided uh to force upon the others okay <laughs> uh just kind of how uh it went because my mom always has to have, like, okay, listen, this one's for me. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, because she uh, had us watch the new Lena Dunham movie, Catherine Called Birdie. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you want to know the more fucked up thing? Okay. Okay. I kind of liked it. No! <laughs> hey. I mean, listen. I know. <laughs> you gotta take what you could get in Florida. <laughs> It wasn't, like, great, but it was an okay movie. Sure. Yeah. It worked. It worked. It, like, I found out that it was, like, based on, like, a... Like, a 7th grade, 6th grade, like, book for, you know, like... To teach you about feminism. And that's probably the level Lena Dunham should be at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, We watched the Weird Al uh, Yankovic movie. How uh, was it? How was it? That's a dumb movie. Yeah. In a good yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> good. Complimentary. That, that is extremely fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then I forced upon the Mad Max Fury Road. Fuck yeah. Heaven forbid. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. You had to force upon them one of the most, like, 
crowd pleaser movies in the past like five ten well because you've also been reading that mad max book right yeah I, I i i got the mad max books and i've been reading all about that and all the making of it a lot of wild stories behind it uh yeah because uh, george miller sounds like a crazy person yeah a little bit yeah and it just sounds like yeah like if that movie was not a crowd pleaser it would be like one of those like Spoken in legends, horrible. Right. Yes, absolutely. Autumn is now looking yeah. up this book. Don't don't mind me. Just getting this on Audible real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's like a collection of like interviews, so I don't know how well it will go on Audible, but that's how I read everything. So I, okay, I'll yeah. muddle my way through it. Uh, but my mom did walk away h- halfway in. What the fuck? What? <laughs> we had an agreement. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, like when the sandstorm hits, or no, it's it's when they decide to turn back. Oh, okay. Is that even halfway? That feels like it's the end of the movie. I basically. thought that was yeah. That's I like, thought this last part. That's like three fourths. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, my dad got to choose two because sure, birthday boy. My dad, it's his it, birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday. He's a birthday boy. Uh, so we also watched the John Cusack movie Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weird movie. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it would be a weird movie. Cause like it got pitched to me as like, oh yeah, it's just like a regular like teen eighties comedy. Uh-huh. But it's more in line with like the airplane and the top secrets. Oh, okay. Of like, oh, this doesn't like the the worldview of this is what is the funniest thing that can happen at this moment. Right, right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, it also has a running joke about him trying to kill himself and always failing. <laughs> All right. My dad showed this movie to me the same weekend he showed me Clerks and High Fidelity. So it's just very much mm. like of that same time period in my head. Yes. <laughs> Uh, my dad, when I was, like, 11, showed me Harold and Maude, <laughs> and I did not like it, probably because I was 11. Yeah, that just doesn't play to an 11-year-old. <laughs> and he, but he, I remember him, like, sitting me down, he's like, this is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> you have to like it now. It's a I'm classic. Like, just not for an 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, opens up with this guy, like, hanging himself. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, Dark. And then on the airplane, I watched Con- Confess Fletch, the new Fletch movie starring John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the John new Hamm's wait, pretty likable guy. Wait, like the, like the... <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh-huh. When did that happen? Like, I said this every ago? time I see that poster. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it just kind of slipped out. <laughs> yeah, it it like just went on to and, streaming and and they got John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, he's like the I producer. Guess he's not doing anything else. Yeah, he's been trying to find like a movie role that will like right get people to not think of him as the the Mad Men guy. It's a shame because he's honestly a really funny actor, and I want him to get to do more like comedy roles. Yeah, he's funny in this. Yeah, Kyle's uh, in this. Has... What? Sorry, I said oh, yeah, Kyle Coughlin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays a uh, neurotic art dealer who also likes EDM. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you want to see Kyle McLaughlin dance with like light sticks, I do. Dude, you know I, I do. do. 
Uh, also has Raywood Jr., who I think is really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know who that is, but that's okay. He's like a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I don't know if I know this guy. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty of recording on a laptop is that Anna can just type away all that they want, and... And I do. And, and they do. <laughs> uh, and I get to see all the stuff. Because <laughs> I can't do that at home. <laughs> Not on my keyboard. No. Uh, other than that, yeah, I, I got home, uh, and the train stopped midway through. Wait, and what? And so then I was just stuck there. Wait, what? Oh, no. Yeah. Just on the train? No, like, they're like, all right, get off here. Oh. Like, there'll be a bus coming to pick you up to, like, it'll, oh, like, take did you it, to. Did it break or something? Yeah, and oh, then the God. bus didn't come. Great. Oh, yeah, God. that happened to me once. It's not good. And it's, like, I'm dressed for 80-degree Florida. It is 31 oh, degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, like... 12.45 and I am by the stadium and I'm like, I'm alright, I'm just gonna get out of oh, here. Oh, at the stadium! Oh, yeah. Oh, no! Yeah, it was a bad time. Uh, okay, well, uh, I'm glad you didn't die. <laughs> yes, me too. Uh, <laughs> and then I got home and I'm like, well, I still don't have a job and I'm kind of depressed. Yeah. So I'm gonna download Ma- the Mad Max video game. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah. And also Psychonauts 2. Fuck yeah. And I'll replay both of those. Psychonauts 2 is pretty good. Yeah. It's a, it's okay. Autumn is I, looking at me. I, I, <laughs> I only played the first level, so I can't really say. It's just that Psychonauts 1 is like one of my favorite games, and so I'm just yeah. like, how dare you say anything negative about any anything Psychonauts? How Don't ask. You? Do not ask me about Psychonauts 1, then, because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a fucking problem. No, listen, I am, yeah. Uh... I, I am still just kind of amazed that they still made that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's like my... me would be furious to learn that Psychonauts 2 has been out for over a year and I haven't played it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, but uh, that's about it. Uh, okay. Uh, Autumn, what have you done? What have you been doing? Um, I've been kind of bouncing around between like watching a bunch of different movies, which I'm not... Probably not going to talk about here because I'm going to talk about them more on my own movie on your podcast. movie podcast. Yeah, that <laughs> <Yes>. makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've been watching Titans, which I'm going to talk about on my Batman podcast. The main thing I've been doing that I will talk about here is I've played so much Vampire Survivors. I've it's played, yeah. <laughs> I I also started um, Silent Hill three recently when we got the Steam Deck, and I'm like really enjoying Silent Hill three. It's like everything I wanted out of a sequel to Silent Hill. Uh, Unfortunately, I've only played like three hours of it because I've also just been going through a lot of stressful shit. And yeah. Vampire Survivors, I just turned my brain off. Yeah, I'm ju- I just entered the zone. I'm shooting guys. I don't even have to press buttons. It's perfect. Ten out of ten. It does just play itself. It does just play itself. Yeah. And I- <laughs> oh, okay. This is the game that uh, it was like a spinoff of like a Hollow Live game. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, which yeah. one came first, but yes. <laughs> The Hollow Live one? Vampire Survivors came first. Oh, okay. no, Vampire I would have believed either. I, I would have believed you. Um, I, I hopped on Steam today to, like, look at other games, um, and I guess, like, Vampire Survivors has become a genre now because, like, yeah. Steam was like, hey, here's five other games exactly like Vampire Survivors. Do you want to play any of those? And I was like, I'd probably play the Hollow Live one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I'm going to play any, I'll try the Hollow Live one, but I don't know. 
There was one that looked kind of neat, but it was like in 3D, and I was like, I in I 3D. Like the, yeah, I what are we like, doing here? Yeah, that's a whole other dimension. That's, <laughs> some more dimensions than I pay for. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I like <clears throat> I went through a lot of like job insecurity this last week, and so yeah. I've just been like not really feeling the energy to like do anything at yeah. all and vampire survivors mm-hmm. has been like there perfect. for you yes it has been my hole it's my it's the hole where i belong uh we yes. went to a bulls game we did go to a bulls game that was a lot we of did fun. go watch basketball that was a great time yeah. Who, they, I, I saw that you met that inflatable head bull no i the, didn't like, he was on the other side of the arena and he was so scary oh, yeah <laughs> the inflate okay so they have <laughs> this guy's a dick <laughs> okay so they have a regular mascot uh-huh. Right, who does not yeah. look like he is inflated? They got a real like fursuit type mascot. Yeah, uh, and then all of a sudden in the third quarter, this motherfucker comes out and he just starts running into people. And he he looks like one of those like wobbly guys outside of a used car lot. Yes, kinda. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think he ate a child. I think that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you go to what's the the United Center? Yeah, uh, do beware of Big Ben. <laughs> but you can't you can trust benny do not trust big ben I, benny did like dump a whole ass bog bag of popcorn on dude so yeah but that was funny he was doing it for the bit it was a bit <laughs> i just wouldn't trust him yeah that's, that's all i'm saying that's fair look um, if if yeah i guess if benny walked up behind me with a large bag of popcorn i would not i would be ready to take that dunk that's all <laughs> um I guess, yeah, that's the other thing. I, the two things that have been there for me this week, Vampire Survivors and Basketball, I'm not going to bore everybody by talking about how I'm really excited about how good uh, a lot of the teams are and how I'm bummed about how Philly sucks and yeah. the Mavs. I wish they could get above 500. No, no one wants to hear that. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, we could talk about it, but that would be off the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I uh, downloaded Harvestella. That game seems neat. What's that? Excuse me. It's a uh, Square Enix farm game, except they... It seems like if you took Rune Factory... uh, From what I understand about Rune Factory, I've not played a Rune Factory. It seems like there's much more uh, focus on just the walking around in town and going to dungeons and stuff. It's like if they made... It's not this intense. It's kind of like if they made a persona, but instead of school, it's farm. Oh, sure. Kind of. But but not like in structure, but not in like dialogue and things. It's it's very much right. just kind of a, a light fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Okay. Um, but every morning you get up and water your crops and then you're like, what the fuck's going on with these weird armor guys around town? I better figure that out. And that's where I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's cute. It's fun. Uh, it is $60, so don't buy it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of dollars. <laughs> wait, wait until it costs fewer dollars, because I'm surprised they released this at 60 Um, I mean, granted, it's a video game in the year 2022, but it still feels like one that they're like, yeah, this is one of our $40 deals, you know? Right, yeah. But I yeah, think yeah. those days might be dead. Overpriced mm. Square Enix games? I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I've been playing a lot of Fallout, but that will be for for Journal. We've been talking a lot about Fallout over here. I, I have talked I, zero about Fallout. Okay, Nora you have has not. downloaded 
every Fallout game that has ever existed, <laughs> including getting me to put fucking Brotherhood of Steel for the PS2 the, for the PS2 on our Steam Deck. Yeah, <laughs> um, that seems like a bad decision. It, and you know, it's she's still going to do it. Not yeah. mine. So <laughs> she is still going to play it. Yeah, I. Your the updates I got from you, Molly, are were mostly uh, dropout related. <laughs> oh yes, we oh, we started yeah. watching a lot of the dropout shows. Yeah, we watched a lot of Game Changer. We watched enough Um Actually that I decided I don't really like Um Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Ashley. Ashley, you're a big Um Actually head. Yeah. Um. I I understand. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I think if they spent less time doing bad riffing between questions, the For show me, would be better. I would I wish either like the questions weren't as hard or they consistently got people who like knew could, what they were doing. Yeah, cuz it feels like we watched a bunch of them in a row where it was just like all three people took a stab in the dark and then the guy just kind of explained it, you know. Um Yeah. Right. And but when when people get it right, it's a really fun show. Yes. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Game Changer is just on another level because they know a bunch of improv comedians. Right. <laughs> right, yes. That is half their staff, apparently. Did you did you see that, like, now um, they've got Make Some Noise, which is just the noise-making one yeah. as a whole show? We started that today. That's a hoot, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of good stuff. They also have uh, their improv musical show. Oh, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, is that what they did? Okay. Yes. Okay, we'll have to check that out. We just saw them say that he was making, like, three different spinoffs of Game Changer or something, so... Um, yeah. I kind of appreciate the chaotic mess that Game Changer is. Yeah. I, uh, I just watched the, the $1 one. Oh, it's so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did also have my parents watch uh, The Survivor. Oh, oh my it's God, really good. It's so good. That and the the one where they just decide to make that one girl cry a bunch. Um, <laughs> those were my favorite episodes so far. That sounds horrible. It's very <laughs> sweet. Um, a procession of people just come out and read nice things they've written about her, basically. And she just weeps and then gets like pretend married on stage. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. But it sounds horrible when you say they just decided to make someone cry. <laughs> I mean, that is the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I won't go on about it any further. I'll ask you about the deleted scenes when I get home, Ashley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if you've watched that yet, but we can talk about it later. We have to talk about Twin Fucking Peaks. We yeah. sure do. Twin Peaks. Oh my we God, this episode watched. rocks. Yeah, yeah. This is we what watched. we do here on this podcast. <laughs> And what we do in this podcast is keep interrupting when I try to introduce the episode. That's normal. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we watched Twin Peaks Season 3, Episode 14, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Return Part 14, a.k.a. Twin Peaks A Limited Event Series Part 14, a.k.a. We Are Like the Dreamer. That's so true, Monica. Yeah, Monica. <laughs> you tell him. Persephone from the Matrix Reloaded herself. I don't, um, I messaged you, because, okay, so I watched this yeah. episode the first time. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, when, excuse me, the day we uh, recorded the last episode, mm -hmm. which at this point was over two weeks ago. <laughs> yes. 
so I watched it again. that night. I messaged you and I was like, should I know who Monica Bellucci is? Because <laughs> he, he really gave a strong first name, last name introduction to this woman who I do yeah. not know. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that's a real person, not, you know. Yeah. I remember when this show was, like, coming out or, like, about to come out, there was a lot of, like, oh, Monica Bellucci's gonna be in it. Wonder who she's gonna play. And it turns out the answer was Monica Bellucci. <laughs> Monica Bellucci. When they cut to this dream, it the part in the credits where they talk about how they got the tax credit from France suddenly made perfect sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because David flew everybody out to Paris for one day to record this fucking dream sequence. I, think, I want to say David lives in Paris, but I, I might be talking Does about he? my ass. That I, makes sense. That's so bougie. I think he lives in L.A. I, <clears throat> hi, everybody. I just finished reading a David Lynch biography. I <laughs> yeah, you're going to know more, the, uh, more Lynch facts than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm fairly certain he lives in L.A., but uh-huh. that he... I think he probably has a second home in Paris, because he, des- sure. he has described it as like, oh, yeah... I, I love Paris as much as I love L.A., but he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a weird freak when it comes to talking about L.A. <laughs> and how much yeah. he loves it there. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, and a lot of his like stuff gets funding from other countries. Like, I'm trying to, oh, what country well, is the, like uh, French funding? I remember. Yeah, I got French funding. I'm trying to think of where Inland Empire, like a bunch of it was shot and it got funding from. What country was that? I don't oh, remember. was God, it Poland? I don't either Belgium. That Belgium. maybe. I'm making stuff up right now. Okay. <laughs> I want to say Poland, but I don't remember. Uh, but speaking of David Lynch, that's whose beautiful face we open on as Director uh-huh. Cole gets on the telephone. That's right. Oh, He's got to call I, up. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Just, um, so I had seen The Return like when it was fairly new. like Right after it finished up, I watched all 18 episodes in a three-day stretch, and that's the last yeah, yeah. time I'd seen it. So Molly and I did rewatch the first 13 episodes of The Return so that I uh-huh. didn't accidentally say, like, oh, this thing that doesn't happen till next episode. That right. turned out to be really funny because, like, half the shit I remember from The Return is in this episode specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Green Glove Guy, that's here. Monica yep. Bellucci Dream, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lucy yeah. explains all of her vacations to Gordon Cole <laughs> right now. This is a beautiful, perfect joke. Where he says, oh my god, yeah. Lucy, have you been there all this time? And Lucy goes, well, no, sometimes I go home for the weekends and I take vacations sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I went to Bora Bora once. <laughs> I love her so much. I love her. I never want her to change. Yeah. I adore her, and I also adore Gordon Cole like being the Albert in an exchange for once, where he just is looking at his phone like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, can I talk to Sheriff Truman? Thanks. Yeah. You know what? This is great. Now that there are three people who actually like the show, I can just fucking <laughs> stand back. <laughs> I should have really just set up like a, a thing that every so often, if it detects like a, a second of silence, I'd be like, yeah, I kind of liked it, and then just repeat that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were cooler on this one again, Ashley. <laughs> I, I thought this was this had some fun moments. Sure, sure. There was no I love Lucy. There was no we Jim Belushi Lucy. pog face. I'll give you that. There's no there's Jim Belushi <laughs> pog face. <laughs> bring back Jim. Where's Jim? 
<laughs> what if we just oh, uh, Jimmy B? What if we do according to Jim once we wrap up Twin Peaks? <laughs> I think we nah. would die. I think yeah, I, I, think, I so. think that would be a lot less fun than you. <laughs> really? You think so? And we don't want to watch the the aughts uh, sitcom that was like big a big deal for ABC forever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just looking at how many episodes according to Jim has. Ooh, that's like 200-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just syndicated. Yeah. Ooh, too many, Jim. I, I'm sorry, I don't believe that you could have said that many things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Cole gets connected to Frank Truman. He does the classic, oh, Harry. Oh, no, uh, this isn't Harry. Harry's sick. Oh, it works better for me there than it has throughout most of the season, I think. It at it, least makes yeah. sense here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <clears> it's <throat> not, you know, the, the times it really just clunks for me is when he's talking to Harry on the phone. Other than that, yeah. I'm yes. fine with it. Yeah. We don't need to make a scene out of the fact that this man is not here. Mm-hmm. We don't need to make a scene out of the fact that Michael Onkeen stopped returning your calls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he explains, um, you know, he just gets... Cole caught up on what the sheriff's department's been up to. The, they found some Laura Palmer diary pages that indicate maybe there's two Coopers. And Cole's like, well, shit, man. That's great to hear. I can't... Well, I can't comment on this. I really <laughs> I appreciate love, it. I love to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> great work. <laughs> and yeah, Frank is just like, well, all right then. Yeah, I guess I should have known what I was getting into when I called the FBI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it goes from there to Albert and Tammy. Yeah, they're sitting in yeah. the room they've set up as their office, which I don't think we've seen this before, where they just have a bunch of 60s-ass FBI computers in I here. I know, it's so good. Yeah, they did just steal a floor of this building to do this too. They yeah. did just steal all of the set dressing from, like, the Mike TV room of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I, I yeah, do. They just, like, have a full server in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish we could have seen... The bit where Albert, like, flashes a badge to some hotel desk clerk and says, I'm going to need your best room, and I'm going to need it for an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> yeah, those two guys that, like, drove them to the prison a million episodes ago should have just been wheeling all that stuff in on dollies. Yes. <laughs> I want, Nobody like, a ticker tape just, like, spitting out constantly in the background of this scene. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Albert gives Tammy the origin story of the Blue Rose. Um, Two FBI agents went to, uh, like, what was it, a motel room. Mm -hmm. Um, A woman, Lois Duffy, was in there. And uh, as they walked in, there was a gunshot and a scream. And Lois Duffy was lying on the ground, uh, bleeding out. And she said, I am like the Blue Rose. And then smiled and vanished. And then they turned around, and the lady that shot her was also Lois Duffy. Oh, whoa. But hold on, she doesn't have a twin sister. Ah, she mm-hmm. doesn't have a twin... Now, he doesn't specify whether she has a twin cousin, though. I feel like that's important to <laughs> yeah. get out of the way. Come uh, on, man. I, I feel like... Molly, you know... Yes. A lot of their stuff happens in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yes. I feel like between the two of us that you would be the Albert and I would be the Cooper. Yes, absolutely. Or, yeah. Where yeah. I... I am the one who most often goes into weird Seattle. <laughs> you go into <laughs> go weird Seattle so much. <laughs> and then, like, you would be the one that, like, 
goes, that seems fucked up and, like, would pull me back. Yeah, I would see you flickering from existence, and I'd be like, Ashley, stop it. (laughs) And then I, like, turned back to you, and, like, a guy told me that I, like, am one step ahead of cannibals. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he didn't say you were. He said that he hoped you did stay. Yeah. You know, I also do hope that for you. I'm gonna say I hope you stay more than one step. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm... Personally, I am trying to stay multiple steps ahead of the cannibals. I don't want you to have to actively be fleeing from the cannibals. I I know multiple people who wouldn't mind that. Sure, <laughs> hey, and more power to them. <laughs> These are just friends who know, you know, my interests. And- yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, but he asked yeah. Tammy, like, now what's the one question you should be asking me, Tammy? And, uh, yeah, it's that, you know, what's the significance of the blue rose? And the answer is that a blue rose is not a natural thing. It's artificial. That lady was a fake person. Some kind of tulpa or something. Shut up. That's not a real word. Where'd you get that? That's a real word. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It just... Yeah. It's, It's been a while since I've seen the first two seasons. I don't recall Twin Peaks ever getting as lore dumpy as this. This is like some yeah, straight up Brandon Sanderson shit. Yeah, this is pretty much the most shit. it's ever been. <laughs> it, it's definitely yeah. on the level of like Windham Earl's going to tell you about Project Blue Book now, but it's, oh, you know, yeah. Windham yeah. Earl's not playing a stupid flute and then hitting a, you know, person with a brain condition in between it, so it's yeah. less upsetting. <laughs> uh, those, those things are equally upsetting, by the way. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. The, the playing flute and <laughs> horrible mistreatment. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> According to Wikipedia.org, a tulpa is a concept in theosophy, mysticism, and the paranormal of an object being of an object or being that's created through spiritual or mental powers. Modern practitioners who call themselves tulpamancers use the term to refer to a type of willed imaginary friend, which practitioners consider to be sentient and relatively independent. It's a stand. It's uh, low oh. stuff ahead of stand. <laughs> okay, good for her. Yeah, not sure why she, she killed had to it. Kill it, or maybe it killed her. Who can say? Who could say? Two Coopers, huh? Two uh-huh. Coopers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I remember looking into this before because I wasn't sure. Like, wait, is this a thing from? Because like theosophy is like a weird like Western occult like appropriation of a lot of like Tibetan religious stuff. Like it's where a lot of stuff that they drew on for the original show came from. I was like, wait, are tulpas like a thing from like Tibetan Buddhism or is it a thing theosophy people made up? And all I could find when I looked into it was a Reddit. Uh, a subreddit of people trying to make their own tulpas. So okay. I gave up after okay. that. The first time I heard of someone trying to make their own tulpa was someone trying to summon Rainbow Dash to this world. Sure. Yeah, Same course. idea. More power yeah. to him. Uh, Molly made a face when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, people could do whatever they want. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Cole comes in, lets them know Diane's on the way, and then the most aggressive window washer of all time just comes bursting in and just starts scraping the window. Guy who is definitely not from the Black Lodge, like, hey, I'm gonna fuck with this guy for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Definitely real guy over there. Absolutely. He's not even cleaning the window, he's just rubbing the little squeegee on it to be as loud as possible. This guy uh, is like, we, I saw you through the vortex yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> we we uh-huh. got a comment on it, so I'm going to just say it now. Yeah. At uh, a very fine cat, uh, re- wants to remind us that there was a fan theory that that was Wyndham Earl. <laughs> Shut up! 
Why? I know the fan theory that that's like some bad guy who's deliberately trying to make Cole turn his hearing aid down so he'll have to yell in the conversation and can be spied on more easily. I didn't know people thought it was literally Wyndham Earl. Yeah. That's why uh, David Lynch is so, like... Like, fucked up when he hears it, because, like, oh, it's Wyndham Earl. <laughs> I thought I came back to the show and turned that guy into smoke. <laughs> if that was Wyndham Earl, he would have just shot him through the glass. Yeah, it would have been, no, this would have been done. <laughs> you guys are mistaken. It's his brother, Window Earl. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't you mean his tulpa window? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Diane comes in and um, Cole asks her if when she last saw Cooper, you know, that time she talked about, if he mentioned Garland Briggs, she's clearly uncomfortable, doesn't want to talk about that meeting. And Cole's like, I know, but just shut up and answer my question. God damn it. And she's like, OK, fine. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yes. He was there. He talked about Major Briggs. And um, then... Uh, they show her the ring they pulled out of what they now know to be Major Briggs's body that says, you know, to Dougie with love from Janie E. And we find out, <laughs> Diane's like, Janie E., well, there's only one human being on the face of the earth that could possibly have that name, and she's my half-sister. I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, this is, <laughs> this is uh, a lot. I can't yeah, believe uh, I forgot how silly this plot point is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, her real name's Janie But we call her Janie E as a nickname Because my family's deranged <laughs> Yeah <laughs> We're estranged No reason, I just don't like her very much I just fucking hate her <laughs> I just fucking hate her uh, Diane's re- uh, nickname is D-I uh, pr- You know, dash And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D- She goes to the family uh, Diane Ann, hello Hello <laughs> She's like, ugh, I hate all of you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, hey, we've got a connection. We're, we're closing in on connecting them to Dougie. And, in fact, we call up the Las Vegas FBI office to uh, see if they can't find Douglas Jones and Janie E. Jones. Yeah. Put uh, caution in the shotgun seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking love these Las Vegas FBI guys. They're so good. They're so good. <laughs> the, like, head, the manager of the office is like, oh, Gordon Cole on the phone. Oh my gosh, hello. Let me pick up the phone. And then, like, practically drops it when he just starts screaming at right. him through it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, in this early bit, of people like, instantly, like, having the phone like, five inches from their head. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, Cole just tells him, you need to find Douglas Jones. Bye. And then hangs up on <laughs> yeah. him. And then as he's, like, finished looking up, he's like, well, there's 23 different Douglas Joneses in this city. And his, poor, his assistant, Wilson, just innocently is like, well, gosh, how are we going to find out which one he meant? And he loses <laughs> shit at him. He gets so angry so quickly. He just starts pounding the table. I'd like to imagine that the guy he's yelling at is the Chad of this FBI office. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> and she's like, and he, he like, yeah. like violently points at him and then like waits a beat before he starts yelling, actually. I think he's so upset he can't get the words out at first. <laughs> and then he's just like, he says, like, you! You! 
this is the this is how we do things in the FBI. <laughs> uh, Chris told me she looked up the scene, and the part where he's slamming his hand multiple times is just yeah. the same footage over and over. That's amazing. They just looped it. Yeah, they just looped it. You can tell when you watch it when you know that it's very yeah, I was clear. Say it's very like rith- like it's just like robotic almost the way he's yes. hitting the desk. Yeah, it's just. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're watching yeah. it. And I see it now. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, perfect. Like just uh, one of the best like small scenes that we've had at this point. God, yeah, you're totally right. They are just looping it back and yep. forth. That's that's incredible. Genius. Yeah, perfect. Um. But, uh, oh, right, then at this point, Cole tells Tam, like, he excuses Diane so they can talk about, uh, secret stuff. He mm-hmm. tells, uh, Tammy and Albert about the two Coopers thing. And last night, I had another Monica Bellucci dream. <laughs> I, every time Albert hears this, he has to be like, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, uh-huh. Albert is just like, ugh, and Tammy's kind of like, Okay, well, that's nice. I thought we were talking about important stuff, though. <laughs> like, she's got just a look on her face like, well, I have to be polite about this because you're my boss, but... Uh... Guess I'll listen. <laughs> and, yeah, he just starts explaining his dream where he was in Paris on a case and Monica called him up to meet him for lunch at a certain cafe... And uh, we cut into the dream, and it's, like, all in black and white, and uh, Monica Bellucci with some friends of hers all just come and sit down at a table outside with Gordon Cole, and they're just chatting, and then all of a sudden Monica, like... And then she motions to another woman eating a cake. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Merovingian explains there. the concept of cause and effect. Yeah, Cooper, like, oh, yeah, fades Cooper's in. There too. Yeah, he fades in, but, like, his face goes out of frame. And uh, all of a sudden, Monica, like, sheds a single tear and utters the ancient phrase. Which is, of course, we are like the dreamer who dreams and then lives inside the dream. Of course. Everyone knows that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> which is from uh, Hindu scripture. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, it is. I assumed when I heard it this time, I was like, that's got to be, that's got to be yeah. Vedic stuff. That. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It Absolutely. It's from the Upanishads. Um I think the full thing is like, yeah, we we are like a spider that, you know, weaves our life and then live like live in it or whatever. Um I I was trying to find it. There was some review or maybe it was him talking about Mulholland Drive where he used that quote back in like the two thousands. It's like that ah, would make a lot of sense given I, what Mulholland Drive is. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um the funniest thing about the biography is that once per chapter, uh, David will just digress to be like, and this is why we all need to like read the Vedic texts and get really into transcendental meditation. And they do brain scans on you, and they can prove the transcendental meditation. He he's just like this, right? Just like yeah, yeah. any yeah. opportunity, he will bring this up. Uh, I can't tell if it's because he's selling something or he genuinely genuinely believes it. I think it's I feel both. Like it's a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or he'll be like, um, you know, this used to just sound like, you know, spiritual gobbledygook, whatever, but quantum mechanics proves that transcendental meditation is real. (laughs) David, you're a little weirdo. You know that? He's a little weirdo. (laughs) Good for him. Uh, I'm glad he's having fun. Yeah. (laughs) But then Monica follows up the ancient phrase by asking, but who is the dreamer? 
And uh, Cole's just like, that freaked me the fuck out. And then I turned around, and Fire Walk With Me was behind me. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing it on, like, a, you know, revival theater. Yeah. <laughs> and David Bowie was there, even though he's dead. <laughs> yeah, they, like, color-corrected it to be black and white to, like, match the dream. I, they do a pretty good job. Like, it looks yeah. pretty seamless. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It helps that they probably filmed it on film sock and right. not... Television sock. Yeah. I also yeah. assume this is why the dream is in black and white to make it easier to match yeah. up. Well, also it's because they filmed it in France. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> of course, <white> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we get the scene in the Philadelphia there, office. There was uh, until recently there was a law that Agnes Verda is the only person that can shoot in color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing that is in color. Everyone's just wearing my makeup, and the buildings are really gray. <laughs> it's a beautiful country. That's Paris to me. <laughs> uh, if but yeah, I we learned get s- anything from Totally Spies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get the scene of Cooper coming in and like talking about, Gordon, it's 10, 10 a.m. And I'm, I was worried about today because of the dream I told you about. And then we get Philip Jeffries who comes in and we're just, you know... For folks that maybe didn't watch Fire Walk with me before watching The Return, we just get a little bit of, oh yeah, remember we seeded all this shit. <laughs> yeah, we did this. I, yeah, and I also, was... if you're one of those people, you fool. Yeah, huh? you fool. <laughs> Absolutely. I was surprised at how much of this episode uh, was concerned with, like, hey, you should really rewatch Fire Walk with me. There's important uh-huh. things in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they did this when they found the diary pages, too, because yes. that's straight out of yes. it. Yeah. Right. I remember before the show came out, there was a lot of, like, David Lynch would be like, I know no one liked Fire Walk with me. You're not going to understand the return unless you go watch it, though. So, yeah, I finally got you, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody said, oh, wait, this is good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank uh, God opinions flipped on that. It, it made me oh, crazy yeah. when I was first getting into the Twin Peaks fandom and, like, people were like, oh, yeah, Fire Walk with me. That's all right, I guess. <laughs> mm. I think when I was doing it, it wasn't even that. It was... Ah, we just don't talk about Firewalk with me. Don't worry about right, it. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. <clears throat> Foolish. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, David Bowie is not providing the voice of David Bowie in this scene. I forget the actor's name. He's in the credits. But uh, I said before that he died before he could be a part of this. That's not exactly true. He was not healthy and was kind of trying to devote the rest of his time to making that album he put out right before he died. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gave them permission to use archival footage of him on the condition that they got somebody to dub him over because he thought his southern accent in Firewalk With Me was really bad and embarrassing. Well, it was, <laughs> but they should have kept it. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, what made it good. Yeah. If a dying man was like, hey, could you please cut that out? I'd be like, yeah, I'll do All that. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, he, I get it. But man, Damn it. you made Ziggy Stardust. I guess I'll I listen guess to I'll you. Listen to you. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. He also was like, you have to get somebody who's actually from Louisiana to dub me. That's my condition. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that guy, good for him. He got, he got to say, who do you think that is there? Yeah. I didn't even recognize it was a different voice, so. No, no if you I don't... play him side by side, you can tell, but otherwise it's a pretty good impression. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a guy with an authentic Louisiana accent doing an impression of a guy with an inauthentic Louisiana accent. Yeah, exactly. Who exactly. is also David Bowie. It doesn't really sound more authentic to me. 
<laughs> yeah, it's no. more lynchy as you describe it, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what if they just, uh, what he says, like, who do you think that is? What if they just transported, like, the, or transplanted the, that guy yelling about Yeah, who do about, you think you are, uh, bowling? I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what Mr. C says. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are? I am. Um, and yeah, episode 18, I, get ready. Yep, that's how it's going to end. Mr. Yeah. C's going to a bowling tournament. <laughs> Yeah, they have to bowl for the Cooper soul. He's got a bowl with the weird Bob Rock that's in his tummy. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dougie has to bowl with the... With the lore Lord. orb. Yeah. There we go. The lorb. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think it's L-O-R, but it's L-A-U-R-B. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It works. laughs> uh, Albert's like, oh yeah, shit, I forgot that Philip Jeffries came back as a weird electric ghost that one time. Fuck. Yeah. He was there, but not there. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, and we cut over to the Twin Peaks <laughs> Sheriff's Department. Who, who gives a shit about any of this goddamn lore bullshit? Because Bobby is here and he's got sandwiches. That's right. Let's fucking who, go. Who got just cheese? Oh, that'd be me. That would I be did. Andy, you fool. Of course. You seriously had to act like, I knew who got just cheese before Andy would <laughs> say Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. This begins yeah. the boys' night chapter of the episode. Yes, <laughs> this is extremely boys' night. This uh, is this is worse than when they went spelunking, but but it's still pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Frank comes in with Chad and then like slams the door behind him and handcuffs him. He's like, oh, gee, oh, jeez. Oh, Chad's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, we we've been watching you for months, Chad. You're bad at crimes. <laughs> Terrible at crimes. Lucy cop. caught on to you. Yeah. <laughs> you give good policemen a bad name, Chad. <laughs> That's not till later, please. <laughs> well, I know, but it's just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Hawk just saying, there's your sandwich, Sheriff Truman. It's just yeah. very cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the punctuation. Like, good job, buddy. Here's your roast beef and cheese. <laughs> We got Do you him. think that they like did like Chad put in an order for a sandwich and then they're like, well, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we're just not gonna get him one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're already planning off that. That the the sandwich is just the bait. We could just <laughs> they, they set up a, sandwich, a little box in a jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> just a just a bunch of like uh, condiments lining the way down there. <laughs> Yeah. They just got it on a fishing line that they slowly reel him towards the jail with. <laughs> yup. And it turns out it's Pete fish, reeling in one it's last one. <laughs> oh, no, don't don't do that to me. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's it couldn't off have been to Pete, Jack huh? Pants. Yeah. yeah. God bless Pete. Uh, they all head out to the woods to finally go to where these fucking coordinates are. Now that it's been like eight days, now I that guess it's two been days two fucking weeks. The number of times Bobby—the number of times Bobby would have had to go to the diner to facilitate these scenes, <laughs> if it's not more than two days, is nuts. Uh, yeah, the amount of hours Shelley's working that day alone, <laughs> <laughs> bonkers. Uh, 
But yeah, they go out to the woods. There's electrical lines running through the woods. That's how you know spooky shit gonna happen. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. electricity. Yeah, we can't uh, we get shut up real... about it. <laughs> sure can't. Uh, we get some real pretty drone shots of the woods. I yeah. like looking at them. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's basically just that scene where they were like hiking through the woods to find the cabin from season one. But you know, Cooper's. Oh, not we here. don't get a boy band shot. But we don't get the boy band shot. We don't. Oh, guys, <laughs> oh, they blew it. I'm um, genuinely surprised they didn't redo that. It would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they walk down like an old road that used to lead to the old like monitoring station that burned down. But on the way, you know, Bobby has found Jack Rabbit's palace. It's just like a bunch of cool look, like dead trees that fell over in a cool looking way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great place to play as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I def- I definitely have hiked son. through places like this. Yeah. Same. Same. This is what uh, my great-grandpa's backyard looked like, so yeah. This was what one of our neighbors on our street looked like, and boy, they didn't like kids playing in there, but boy, they couldn't stop us. Nope. <laughs> get a less cool-looking tree back there, idiot. <laughs> yeah, pay somebody to get that out of there. We'll stop coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> it had, like, fully fallen over, so, like, the roots were sticking up in the air, and you could, like, oh, yeah. climb up the tree to the roots. It was neat. That's sick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they have to collect some soil to put in their pockets, you know, so they can return to this familiar place after they've encountered the supernatural. And uh, they head off, you know, deeper into the woods and find a bubbling pool of golden goop, the opposite of the evil black goop. (laughs) I guess that's true. I didn't think about (laughs) the color here. Yeah. This forest got all kinds of goops in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's not my fault. Listen, it's not my fault that Cooper walked over to the black goop, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got perfectly uh, good gold goop. Don't know what he was doing with the black goop. <laughs> I just read about, like, uh, Japanese, like, some, like hot springs town uh-huh. that has the seven hell uh, pools. Uh-huh. Which are the pools what? that are so... Are so hot that the people can't go in them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm just imagining like uh, Twin Peaks. Like, oh yeah, it's a sauna town. They got the the gold pool and the, <laughs> like, the black the tar poop. pool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got good pool, bad pool. You get soaked in amber. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go in the motor oil pool, but you will not like what happens. You won't like, yeah. loud. There's no it's- fence, but oh boy. Uh, I also like them just rounding a tree and like, ah, shit, there's a fog machine out here. Ah, jeez. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, that looks like where we're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And uh, next to the pole of golden goop, there's a naked lady. David Lynch forgot, like, he remembered that he could have naked women now. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. he forgot he was on Showtime for a few episodes. He's like, right. oh my god, I haven't had any naked women. <laughs> And he turns her over and she don't got no eyes. It's our old pal Nido from episode three. That's right. Last scene flying through the screaming void of space. And I guess also took her clothes off. Well, they, you know, she was traveling at such a high speed. Sure. Yeah. That uh, they uh, just the got ripped just off. burned it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> has yeah, she just been, like in it? Has she just been flying through space for 12 episodes now? Yes. I think okay. so. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That seems uh, really rough. I think she yeah. kind of just landed with a wump, like, right before they got here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like the thing in an 80s movie where if someone goes past, like, a cheerleader extremely quickly... Oh, sure. Uh, ...they will just have, you know, their bra and panties on. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... I... When I started the, uh, that movie, Better Off Dead, we saw that it was rated PG, and I just turned to my dad and goes, like, rate PG, like, what are the odds on, like, full frontal nudity in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, but, like, probably 60. Yeah. <laughs> well, was there? Uh, there was a moment where a cheerleader did get uh, stripped down to her bra and panties, but okay. no... Full frontal nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they made up for in other 80s ways, such as anti-Asian racism. Sure. Yep, makes perfect Naturally. sense. That sounds yeah. like the 80s. <laughs> um, as Andy is sort of tending to Nido, a portal like the one that almost scooped up Gordon Cole uh, opens up in the sky, and uh, no one knows to pull Andy out of this. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, uh, he well, just... and also, they want Andy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kind of gets slooped right on up into uh, the White Lodge, presumably? Question mark? Andy being the only other person except for Cooper who has been to the White Lodge. <laughs> Extremely funny. <It> <laughs> I, I just appreciate because Andy's soul cannot be broken because he wouldn't get it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, who else could possibly conquer the Black he Lodge? He has perfect courage. He has perfect yeah. courage. Robert and, Forster uh, would ask too many questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I just, like, picture Hawk just being like, son of a bitch. I, I, I had the map! I was the mysticism guy. <laughs> that was my thing! <laughs> God damn uh, it, Andy! <laughs> uh, two things. One, I appreciate that Andy gets to do something related to the plot for once. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but two, I messaged Luke about this, Ashley. I watched, we rewatched Mulholland Drive last night. Uh, you know the two cops who investigate the car crash? They have, like, one yeah. scene for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Robert Forster and the guy who plays Detective Mackley. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I knew about Robert Forster. I did not know that was Detective Mackley, but you're absolutely right. It's really right. fucking It's the good. same fucking yeah. dude. I just thought it was funny. That's all. Yeah, yeah. They've been cops for David Lynch <laughs> for 22 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, listen, it's, it's one of those things that, like, a lot of directors, he's got his guys. He's got his guys. Yes. For sure. He's got the most... He maybe has the most guys. He's got a lot of guys. Uh, Andy is just sort of... Finds himself sitting in a cool-looking chair in here. And then uh, the giant walks in and introduces himself. We finally got his name. He's not Mr. Question Marks anymore. He's the fireman. He's the fireman. No idea why you sure. couldn't tell us this, David. Not really clear. Sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't seem... Hugely important. <laughs> it was kind of funny to credit him as question marks, so, you know. I mean, that much is true, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I did get this name six episodes ago because I accidentally looked it up on Wikipedia. It's not but it doesn't a matter. spoiler, so. Yeah. I, I, I was surprised I hadn't called him the fireman to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I think I said... Like, when you mentioned that, I'm like, oh, I'm sure his name is something like The Jumping Man or... Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was I was right. <laughs> yep, you sure were. He's the fireman. You gotta put out them fires. Them nuclear or fires. Or, <laughs> or yeah. We don't know That's, what type of fireman he is. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. He could be like the Mega Man fireman. That's that's absolutely yes. <laughs> the, 
because we know elect we know electricity is bad. Yeah, but fire Can fire be good. Well, fire is good or bad depending on the intent behind the fire. Hawk told us true. Yes, because you know if you give if you give the man a light with the right. fire, maybe yeah. that's not good. Don't give that maybe, guy a light. Maybe he sets the good fires and puts out the bad ones. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a lot of work for one guy. What he does here is give Andy a weird incense burner that kind of looks like a durian. <laughs> okay, yeah. Kind, kinda, yeah. And then I he shows know. Andy Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> Andy, have you seen like, this shit? Andy, have you seen episode eight yet? It's incredible. Look, look up. <laughs> <laughs> Check this shit out, dude. Check out my planetarium screen. <laughs> yeah, there's like a window in the ceiling and Andy just kind of like leans his head back and he just gets like still images, mostly from episode eight. He sees the God of Light guy. He sees, you know, the uh, the convenience store being born out of nuclear hellfire or whatever. Um, yeah. uh, is the scene with him and Lucy, was that shot for this or was that earlier and I forgot I, it? I'm pretty sure that we have not seen that scene yet. Okay. Because I, I was going to ask if you thought that Lucy's actress was happy that she got to do something in the weird part. <laughs> <laughs> Even how small it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause yeah, we just get a scene, it's very like, the camera's shaking, it's very blurry, but it's Andy like, leading Lucy somewhere, almost like he's trying yeah. to show her something, and she just kinda mm-hmm. looks like, confused and a little like, perturbed. Yeah. Uh, we, we will find later that, uh, Lucy is helping Andy take care of the woman they find. Yeah. Uh, so, I assume it has something to do with that, but yeah, it is, it is, like, part of the return uh, because Andy is still wearing the fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we get like a yeah, still. Yeah, he like, still has a pillow underneath his. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we get like Laura Palmer's like prom photo framed by the angels from Firewalk with me. Um, and then we get like, oh, right. The shot of like Cooper getting divided into Cooper and Mr. C. Yep. In case it was not abundantly clear at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like we took one... See, okay. So, when someone loses their heart, the heart becomes a heartless. Right, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And the body and the, becomes a nobody. A nobody, yeah. 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 Okay. Would you say that Dougie Jones experiences emotion? Uh, well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's so it's Kingdom thing. Hearts 2 rules. Right, well, because, yeah, the thing about nobodies is they absolutely all experience emotion. They all fucking do. They just keep saying they don't. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it is. Uh, Cooper, like, uh, had spent, like, the last 25 years in Castle Oblivion. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's why he's so yeah. out of it. The woodsmen are, of course, the unversed from Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. It all adds up. Anyway, uh, Andy appears with Nido in his arms. He's like, all right, we got to do some shit. Yeah, I really like the scene of, like, a bunch of different overlaid shots of them walking up to Jack Rabbit's palace I, I from really different angles. I really like that as, like, both, like, just, like, cool imagery and, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't pick up on this before, but it's the same effect um, when um, the two girls, Laura Elena Herring and Naomi Watts, are leaving Club Silencio. They're, like, fading oh. in, and it's, like, multiple different versions of them as huh. they're, like, oh, yeah. freaked out leaving the club. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any significance to that being the same effect. I just sure. think it's neat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think David Lynch thinks it's neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and then, yeah, Andy appears a moment after them, yeah, holding Nido in his arms, like, wrapped up in his coat. 
And he's just like all serious business for the first time in like uh, two decades. Like, mm-hmm. we need to get her down the mountain. She's not hurt, but people want her dead. We got to protect her. Let's go, boys. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm going to put her in a jail cell. That's safe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They're policemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yet... <laughs> I'm just saying that they have very limited imagination for like, right. yeah. these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've seen that golden beautific establishing shot of the sheriff station. I can't think of anywhere safer to store somebody. <laughs> Unlimited God rays. Yeah. We're going to keep her with Chad and... That guy that no <laughs> yeah. one acknowledged. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who's bleeding to death. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're down in the jail cell. Like you were saying, Lucy uh, like gets out her old bathrobe to dress up Nido in. Uh, she's had it here since that night the dog got loose in the station. Sure, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't uh, want to no see that episode com- of Twin Peaks for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. No one comments that, yeah, like, Nido is missing... Has no eye sockets. Has just skin where her eyes ought to be. Yeah, I guess yeah. nobody says anything about that. Also, yeah, nobody listen. says anything about the bleeding guy, and I can't tell if that's no one noticed him, or, oh yeah, bleeding that's... guy, he's just been there. Right. <laughs> I Do, cannot does tell. He, does he, at one point, bleed backwards? I don't I think know. so. I, I think he's just dribbling a lot of blood, and maybe it kind of like bounces up at one point or something. Like at at some point, like when it's like making like the impact on the ground, and like it pans to it. Yeah, I thought they were either like cutting out frames or moving backwards. Oh, you maybe. think he's slurping up his disgusting blood? <laughs> well, that or he's I, a backwards thought, man, like he's a lodge guy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's had... a lodge guy because Chad is talking to him. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if we've already had the lodge guy on the window, fuck with Cole. Maybe this is a lodge guy sent to fuck with Chad. <laughs> I don't think they like Chad that much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Chad's important enough to get a lodge guy. Yeah, this yeah. guy is just credited as drunk, and yeah, he's got, like, his, like, just kind of sitting slack-jawed, he's dirty, he's covered in his own blood, he's got, like, a napkin that is held to his face with, like, a piece of string and also a dirty band-aid. Well, it's because it's an oxygen line. Oh, Okay. Or at least uh, that that is what they would do if he had an oxygen line. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Maybe he not is quite just, this disgusting, but... Right, right. He is just like... Just blood is just gushing out of his mouth. It's so gross. It's nasty. And, yeah, uh, yeah he's got like two black eyes, and just anytime anyone says anything, he just like drunkenly repeats it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nobody acknowledges his existence other than Chad, who is just... You know, extremely annoyed with him, especially once he starts parroting Nido's weird little like chirpy Chirps. noises. Yeah, yeah. They're like, and then he just starts doing it also, and like Chad starts doing it like just to like uh, you know he's just annoyed that they're doing it, and he just gets sick of it and just screaming to shut up. But that just makes him yell shut up. It's not. I'm good. so happy to see Chad miserable. Yeah. Oh yeah, we love to see it. <laughs> it's what he deserves. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Chad just lays down and tries to put a pillow over his head to drown it all out. That's not gonna do nothing, Chad. You're no. fine. No, Chad, you're done. No. They really, like, redecorated, like, they did, redid the lighting down here in the jail since the original show. It kind of looks like a hell prison now. Yeah, yeah it, looks it really does. Yeah, like, it used to be brightly lit. You know, hey, it's a jail, but as far as jails go, kinda nice. But now it is just dingy and, like, unpleasant to be in. We aren't lighting for the 90s anymore, guys. 
it looks like the jail cell in any prestige TV show. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yes, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Um, we get the the stock footage of the Great Northern that always makes me happy to oh, see. Yes. I love this yeah. shit. <laughs> but this time we're not going inside. No, we're hanging out the loading dock out back. It turns out James is a security guard for the Great Northern now. And he's got himself a new little buddy. He's got a buddy. Who, who we saw once before. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. like briefly in like episode two when James went to the roadhouse. He was like, I oh, hey, what kind of drinks we getting? Yeah, I believe we yelled, why is that man's hand green? Uh-huh, and hey, yeah. you get to know, finally. You get to know I, so much about his green hand. I, I believe I asked, why does he have Hulk hands? Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> and you Which know what? You could not have been more extremely right. Extremely correct. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is Freddy, who's from London Town, don't you know? Hello, Gunner. <laughs> and he's trying to smash walnuts with his uh, hand that he's got like a green rubber glove on, but he's doing it too good and just like turning them into dust when he tries to gently squeeze them between his fingers. I would love to know how they did this effect. Like, is it a fake walnut? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a yeah fiberglass walnut or whatever. No, um, <laughs> what, what's this actor's name? Because there's a dumb thing with it, like. He put out a YouTube video showing off how many accents he could do, and David Lynch thought was like, I gotta get him in Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, that makes perfect sense, given uh, what I've learned about David's casting rules. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, I see a guy, I cast a guy, okay? Yeah. Pretty much. That guy's neat. Gotta find a role for him. Yep. Uh, gotta give him more dialogue in the scene where we finally give James dialogue than we give to James. <laughs> I th- I think that's beautiful. Yes. I do too. James got proper... up on stage and got to sing. He's fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, um, James starts asking about the gardening glove, and he's like, yeah, a, doc- a doctor tried to take it off one time, and I started bleeding, so it's just a part of me now. <laughs> yeah, this is my life. And he go, he goes like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "I'm from London Town." <laughs> I be on London Town. <laughs> They're also talking about like you want to, you know. Oh, James, you want to see if Renee's at the Roadhouse, huh? She's married though, and James is like, "Yeah, I know." Listen, I'm I'm kind of a fuck boy. This is just what I've been doing. That has my not whole stopped life. me once. Freddy. Yeah, he's like, listen, I have so much trauma that that's what it gets to get me going now. <laughs> you have no idea what I've been through. I murdered a man. Freddy, I've been fucking married women since I was younger than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I really like James in this scene. The way he's just yeah. kind of like encouraging and fatherly to uh, this guy this child <laughs> yeah he's got like a big brother energy to him i like it yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> this he's like i realized i'm 23 and i've been wasting my life going to the pub yeah just and then i the got sucked up into a vortex <laughs> i met some bloke call himself the fireman i love that they do that and they're like we're gonna remind you that this guy exists like six more times <laughs> right uh-huh. yeah now that we've said his name once it's just gonna be constant and uh, the fireman gives him, like, a fucking Bible story to go do. Like, this fucking, the moderate <laughs> like, go to the river and get six smooth stones to slay Goliath with. But instead, it's, tomorrow you have to go down to the store and there will be a single box of gloves that only has one glove in it. You have to buy it and put it on your hand, and then you will have the strength of a pile driver. 
And he's like, fuck, I'm not doing anything better. I yeah. totally forgot the part where he tries to buy the glove and like clearly like like a woodsman or something just starts chasing him. Like somebody who like way more than any normal human would like does right. not want him to get this fucking glove. I yeah. hear you, but he might just be British. He might just be British. <laughs> yeah. He's either a haunted, like, dementor from another dimension, or he's just British. Or he's British. <laughs> Six uh, of one, both. you know. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of A and B here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, if, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, the woodsmen, like, the, like a lot of them are very much based in, like, American iconoclast, like, icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what would the the British woodsmen be? It would just oh, be, sure. like... It would be Dick Van Dyke uh, from uh, what's that fucking movie with the Mary Poppins? Yeah, Mary thank Poppins. you. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it would just be like filthy Dickensian children. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If it's kids, yeah, that's way better. Oh, yeah. hey, you got a light? <laughs> you got a light? <laughs> Please, Gov, can I have a light? Oh, can I have a light, sir? I may you my light. <laughs> <laughs> way better show. Yeah. <laughs> David, call us up. <laughs> We've got ideas for season four. We're uh, cheap. Also, we- <laughs> he does just kind of gloss over the road. He's like, so I punched him with my gardening glove arm, and I think I obliterated his entire skull and neck. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, I probably killed that guy. So then I got on a plane. <laughs> and then they said I always had the tickets. Yeah. It was some real The Shining shit, man. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he was like, I asked the fireman, why me? Why do I gotta go to Twin Peaks and face my destiny? And the fireman was like, why not you? And I was like, damn, good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> James says, why do you think he gave it to you? And he says, you know, I was thinking, I, I was thinking the same thing. And so I says, why me? <laughs> <laughs> this guy should have been like a New York Bronx guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the part where he says, like, so the next day I got up, got out of bed, dragged a comb across my head. I'm just kidding about that part. James thing is delighted by this joke. <laughs> He's like, the, I recognize that song. The Beatles, yeah, man. Yes, they're British. <laughs> I just appreciate that James just believes him. Just like, yeah, you know what? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I've lived here long enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, James, like, well, I have had two separate girlfriends murdered by ghosts from the woods. Yeah, this is this tracks. Oh, uh, and then James goes down into the boiler room where uh, Bob yeah. is like, I'm going to catch you in my death bag. Like, this has got to be the same fucking boiler room. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. The ringing from Ben's office is down here, and it's louder. And uh, Oh, is James... that right? Yeah, it's the same ringing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. So yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I thought the ringing was bullshit because on me and Pris's TV, you can't hear it. But when I came over oh. here, I was like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's real? <laughs> I thought they were just being horny. <laughs> no oh idea. my god. That's the thing, half of these scenes are supposed to have music, and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. You live an interesting life. <laughs> we have a we have a small TV. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Uh-huh. Uh James still can't find where the ringing is coming from, but it's definitely louder down here. It's it's somewhere down in this damn boiler room. 
Um, and then from there we go over to a different scene. I'm fast forwarding. If someone knows, please this save the part me from where this we go moment. to Sarah. Oh, let's fucking go! Oh yeah, yeah. here we go. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Part. This is my favorite scene in all of the return. This is my nice. shit. Hell yeah. Uh, Sarah's decided enough drinking at home. I'll go do some drinking at a bar. Well, she ran out of vodka last we saw her. Right. That is true. That is true. Uh, she's. I'm tired of the same 15 seconds of boxing. I am now yep. going to go do some real boxing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I, I have experienced violence on te- TV, uh, and now I'm going to do violence in real. Dude, mm-hmm. if uh, if Jack Thompson saw Twin Peaks, he would lose his fucking mind <laughs> to see what violence has done to Sarah Palmer. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great reference, Molly. Great work. Yeah, wow, Molly, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really bringing the mid-2000s gamer yeah. humor here. Yeah. yeah, really good shit. I, it's like we could be in a webcomic right now. Right now. Hey, Jack Thompson, we're gamers. Don't fuck with us. <laughs> you have any idea how many frags I've racked up on Battle.net? That's the Blizzard service, Luke. Whatever. <laughs> Sarah Palmer kills a man. Sarah Palmer goes in, orders a drink, and uh, the shittiest man in the world decides, hey, there's a woman, time to harass her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. pretty much. He's got a shirt that says, truck you, that looks like he made it himself. He definitely (laughs) did. Uh Uh-huh. I just got somewhat uncomfortable with just, like, not, like, like in a way that is intended, but, like, of just, like, yeah, I... I've been in similar situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of guys like going like, "Oh, you look like a dyke." Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I've been at truck stops where I had to pee and decided I'll go ten miles down the road. Right. Right. I just can't believe they got Jesse Ventura for this. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. Yeah. The guy just says a lot of awful shit to her. He ke- she keeps asking him to like go away, and he's like, "It's a free country." And uh, free country, yeah. uh huh. Which is not even a good line. No, no. but he not thinks remotely. it's a great line. Yeah, yeah. He said this to like five different ladies over the years. Mm-hmm. He said this yes. to five different ladies tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so Sarah finally gets sick of his shit and turns to look at him for the first time. And then much like Laura did when we saw her back in episode two, she reaches up and takes her face off like it's a mask. Yeah. But but there's not, like, beautiful purifying light inside her head. It's no good in there. No. No. <clears throat> uh, it's like you get a little, like, thipping tongue of, like, it looks like the, like, like the pointy nose of the thing that crawled in her mouth back in episode eight. Uh, you just get a bunch of, like, creepy, like, distorted pictures of like Laura's finger from the end of Firewalk with me uh like her smile cut out from the prom photo and like stretched out in a creepy way oh is that what it is yeah 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 okay and then I just uh, thought yeah. it was all gross you know I mean it is all gross that is yeah. true uh and then she says do you really want to fuck with this and then puts her face back on and just rips his throat out with her teeth yeah yeah this shit rocks uh huh yeah I like that the uh, the shot of her attacking him is sped up so you can't tell that he already has the bloody makeup on when she reaches for him. Yes. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Look at that. There's the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah, like the finger is like, it's it's when, it's right after she puts the ring on in Firewalk with me and Leela's like screaming, no, don't make me do this. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as he collapses to the ground dead, she starts, like, screaming in shock as if she has no idea what happened. Yeah. And the bartender comes over and is like, what the fuck just happened? He's like, I, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? His throat People's is missing. Necks don't just, like, explode. <laughs> She's like, I, I, I don't know. He just collapsed. What, with half his fucking throat gone? And then uh, she just, like, goes deadpan and stares this bartender and goes, Yeah, it sure is a mystery, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Cause he's... You, def- you definitely murdered this man, but I cannot prove it in any way. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I could, I'm not sure I'd want to. Yeah. After she's like, sure is a mystery, huh? He, like, takes, like, three steps back. He's like, maybe I'm going to reconsider what I just said and uh-huh, uh, leave uh-huh. now. Sarah Palmer, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> Grace Zabriskie's fucking incredible in this. Absolutely. She's so good. Yes. She's great. Love that she's getting, like, room to flex in this season. For sure. Like, um, like I said, this is my favorite scene in all the return, and it is just <laughs> solely based on, like, her performance. I think she just sells this scene in, like, such an incredible way. And yeah. also, like... There was no way I was ever going to predict that she'd take her fucking face off and yeah. rip no. his throat out. <laughs> no, I was so not just... ready to see that. <laughs> uh. Uh, we cut over to the roadhouse where we get like yet another conversation of just two strangers we don't know talking. Except maybe, maybe we do know one of them, kind of, not really. It's Tina's kid. It's Tina's daughter. I, I like the kind of awkwardness of, what's your mom's name again? <laughs> Yeah, yes. so they, they're just chatting, and then all of a sudden the woman on the other side of the table, who is David Lynch's current wife, uh, just starts asking her, Hey, so I heard you were the last person to see Billy. Can you tell me about that? And we finally get to hear the story that uh, Charlie denied us. That fuck. That bastard. Uh, yeah. As this woman starts explaining, that, yeah, she was there with her mom, and maybe her uncle. I don't remember. Maybe? I can't remember. He might have been there. Uh... When all of a sudden, Billy jumped their six-foot-high fence and came running in and ran his, like, bloody face under the sink and looked at them and then ran back out the door. He Ferris Bueller'd it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's, like, a beat, and the uh, the other woman's like, what's your mom's name? And the girl says, Tina. And then we get, like, a slight horror movie music sting. Like, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. He, he, he. Like, oh, that's the same Billy that the, they were talking about in the last episode. Holy shit. <laughs> I forget where in this episode it is. You can hear the same sound effect that happens when uh, when Sarah's TV was rewinding. Oh, that really? That same sound effect comes up in this episode somewhere, but I don't remember where. Oh, huh, I don't remember that, but yeah, that's huh. that's interesting. Yeah, or it was in a different episode, me and Autumn. No, because I was watching it with Pris, and I said that. Right. So, okay. I don't know. Somewhere, there's like a... It might have been during the fireman part. That would make sense. That would yeah, make yeah, sense, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, after, like, they confirmed that, oh, my mom's name is Tina, there's like a weird, like... Like you said, actually, the energy gets, like, awkward and, like, kind of like, oh. Oh. And then, hey, uh... <laughs> The MC has never been more psyched to introduce somebody at the Roadhouse. No. He's oh so my God. fucking excited that Lisey's here. That, to be fair, this song rocks. This, this, this song is good. good. Song. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, good it song. is in my playlist now. Yep. Um, you, 
I'm not fucking saying anything one way or the other. You could maybe think, hey, we saw a different guy bleeding from his face really profusely this episode. Maybe that was Billy. We don't know that guy's name. Oh, yeah. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who can say? Uh, anyway, yeah. Wild Wild uh, West. Also, Good song. Luke, was, did you, are you the one who mentioned that, like, they recorded all of these but didn't always use the audio? I don't think they used the actual audio for any of them. Okay, this one, it's extremely obvious. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, Rebecca Del Rio could have fooled me, but this one, it's right. just like, oh my god, this is so obvious. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good song, though. Yeah. Uh, Good song. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Thanks, Lissy. Like, thank you, Lissy. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember who all had issue with it. I definitely remember reading things from like multiple musicians on the show, like... I don't know why we went to all the fucking trouble of playing the song if you were just gonna play the pre-recorded version, David. Okay, man. Yeah. That's David. Yep. No high bonda. No high bonda. <laughs> no high bonda. Do you guys want some questions? Yeah! I'll take questions. God damn it, I told you this is what we do in podcasting. I asked people... To ask us questions about uh, seeing your younger self, weird green, uh, green gloves, and finding naked women in the woods. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, say right now, there is very, there are very few things on this earth I hate more than my younger self. So uh-huh. <laughs> with that in mind, let's continue. Sure. Yeah. Um, from at Chinsy McChill, it's woods porn a real thing or like a collective hallucination? <laughs> Someone somewhere must have found some woods porn. At least one my person d- has found woods porn. My dad has found woods porn. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay. Who's your dad? Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't uh, be shocked if D- if David himself was into woods porn. Honestly. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh huh. David will take That's whatever what, porn why, he can find. <laughs> why do you think he's got all those drone shots of the woods? <laughs> <laughs> he's looking. He's geocaching porn. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, from Zampano Nine, if Twin Peaks had a Pokemon League, what would be who would be the gym leaders? Okay, all right. Thank you, Shuo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Nadine, um, number one. Yes, totally. Yeah. She'd have fighting types. Big Ed, number two. Normal um, types. Oh, I was gonna say poison, but yeah. For Ed? For Ed? Yeah, I just thought oil poison. Okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I, I see where you're coming from. Number three, Norma. Ooh. I want to say um, fairy type? Or, like, grass or something. Yeah, yeah there's, like, yeah. a... There's, like, a... No, Jerry's a, grass. Yeah, Jerry is grass type. <laughs> there we go. Four, yeah, four, Jerry. Uh, five, the gym teacher who shows up twice in season two. <laughs> That's a rock-type gym leader if ever I saw one. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jerry's team is just four Sprigatitos and two Alchemies, the, like, cake guy from the Sword and Shield. <laughs> uh, oh, God, where was I? Uh, number six, uh, Dr. Jacoby. Psychic, okay. all the way. Psychic type, yeah. Okay, yeah, obviously. psychic, there uh-huh. we go. <laughs> Maybe dark? No, not dark. Psychic. Not dark, no. Uh, let's see, and then uh, we got... What else uh, we got? The- uh Car dealership Mike, number seven. Mm. <laughs> Steel? <laughs> Gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, 
Bob is obviously the like the evil villain. Yeah, he's the like Team Rocket leader guy. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got dark. He's got right. dark. Uh huh. Uh huh. You uh, meet Al Strobel. He doesn't have any Pokemon though. No, no. He's like the Detective Looker or whatever that guy's name is. Sure. Um, Cooper. Cooper's your rival. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. I feel I like Laura the- Palmer's the lead champion, and she's got like three Fairy type and three Dark type because she's got a bit of a dark side. Hmm. Mm. I keep thinking about a random encounter with that one guy in the first episode that just kind of does a weird dance out of the high school hallway. Yes. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> character. a, a random yes. the He's the short guy. Shorts the guy goes like, hooey, that pie's good. That's definitely a random trainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I feel like I could picture in my head perfectly... Uh, David Lynch saying all of the short skies dialogue. Ah! <laughs> I like wearing shorts because they're comfy and easy to wear. The Elite Four is definitely all FBI people, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cole, Jeffries, uh, Albert, Cooper. That's easy. We can invent another. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, let's see. We need a. We need an no, eighth. Yeah. Cooper's not your rival. It's uh, J- It's James. <laughs> yeah, okay yes uh, and, and like they're all like oh he's like on the same level of you he's like he's gonna be really hard to take down and you're like right yeah yeah modern games you always have like the buddy rival and the enemy rival i think that's james and bobby the eighth gym okay, leader yeah. is windham Earl. there we go <laughs> yeah now we're talking <laughs> nobody respects him all ghost type <laughs> You know he's got a BHM. Those things are te- terrible stats. <laughs> a what? A BHM. A BHM? Yeah, it looks like a little, like, it. its little form is LGM, which is like they turned LGM uh, into a word, like little green Let's go men. Mets. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it's evolved form BHM. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but it, like, it looks like an alien in a trench coat, like, trying to hide. Well, that's cute. Yeah. You have told me about this Pokemon several times, Luke. It's a good Pokemon. Uh, the last form of Sprigatito leaked on yeah. Twitter.com. Yeah. I am I am pro Meowskerade. I am also pro Meowskerade. I get it. Like, I wish more Pokemon stayed on four feet also. In general, I believe four fe- two feet bad, four feet good. But Masquerade's mm-hmm. kind of a fun little guy. Kind of, kind of like, weed cat magician. Yeah, I, I have not seen the. Weed you haven't cat seen magician. it. Let me, let me pull this up. The, uh, the like hit on Pokemon people don't like is always that's not a Pokemon, that's a Digimon. I feel like Meowskerade is more of a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like people Look complaining. Look at this precious baby. Uh, that, <laughs> there you go. That the the duck state uh, was two legs in its ev- evolution. Duck's already got two. Duck's legs. already got two <laughs> yeah. legs, dog. <laughs> Although I'll say I'm not a fan of any time they do like a humanoid bird, they make sure to give them the upsettingly long legs with like high knees. I know birds yeah. really got that, but I don't want to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, BHM is uh, a ver- a craft of the abbreviation BAM bug eyed monster. Oh. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, a another kind of name for that gray style alien. Right, right, right. Uh, we have more cash questions, Ashley? Yes. Uh, from Cowboy B-Boy. 
Uh, do you think David Lynch played that New Vegas DLC where you can find cool gloves? <laughs> the New Vegas DLC where you can find cool gloves. So, here's a dumb little anecdote from the David Lynch biography, which I, I've said this a bunch on my own podcast. I should stress this here. It's not a very good book. It's not sure. worth your time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But I do. But have you read a- it, and you're gonna bring it up. <laughs> God damn it. Um. According to David, he was really interested in, like, computers in the early 2000s. Um, old heads will remember, like, davidlynch.com and, like, how he had a bunch of different skits going up there, including, like, rabbits, which rabbits, is now, like... yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, apparently, around, like, 2003, he thought that his creativity was, like, outpacing what the technology was capable of, and so he stopped caring about computers like that. <laughs> Great, uh-huh. <laughs> And so I would say that, no, he probably did not play the New Vegas DLC. (laughs) Man. David Lynch, but with John Carpenter's lifestyle. God. Oh, that'd be so much. That's too much. What PC game does David Lynch play for a thousand hours? You may, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Bubsy 3D or Bubsy goes to the James Terrell retrospective, whatever it's called. <laughs> David Lynch is on a lifelong quest to find Frog Fractions 3, goddammit. <laughs> uh, from at the Stone Zone, what dumb power the fireman gave you that inevitably draws you to Twin Peaks? Oh, sure. Ooh. Hmm. Podcasting, I guess. Sure. He's going to give you a golden mic. Uh-huh. And if you scream through it, you can just explode heads. No, you're thinking Tenacious D now. Oh, well. <laughs> Which is why I have the pick of Destiny. <laughs> God, that'd uh, be great, though. He would give me a I, powerful I, need to buy silent drape runners. I, I already probably have, have some weird... Uh, like video camera uh, that I looked through and I could see the Black Lodge stuff. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. Dougie sees the Black Lodge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had yeah. the worst one, and Ashley, you can cut this. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you that. said, but you, you, when you said the words he gave me, and then my brain auto completed with an evil strap. <laughs> Just not. <laughs> that's oh, not good. Really? Will I cut that out though? <laughs> <laughs> so, some kind of magical strap. That's all. Uh huh. Uh huh. Listen, f- this this ain't like the town of L.A. There's no gay people in Twin Peaks. <laughs> You'll have the strength of a pile driver. <laughs> you oh, do not no. want the strength of a pile driver. <laughs> Or, like, if it's something, like, that I wear that I can't take off, it would just be a wrestling mask. I want, like, a shonen manga starring Freddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's uh, One Punch Man. That is One Punch Man. <laughs> that is, you That's know what? Man. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what, what if One Punch Man was from London Town? <laughs> oh, that'd be so much better. <laughs> uh, that's it for questions. Great, Luke, uh, actually, you know what, fuck you uh, Autumn, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> Alright, fine <laughs> We never have guests 
Hi, I'm Autumn. You can go to twitter.com slash autumnal underscore coffee. You can go to co-host and find me at autumnal. You can go to exportodd.io, and that'll take you to the Patreon page for the podcast network that I run. Um, <clears throat> on that Patreon page, we've got links to all the free feeds. Uh, and I would point you to Ornate Stairwells, which is a movie podcast I do where we are currently going through all of David Lynch. And so we started with um, Eraserhead. Um, we were, we just recorded it uh, about episode three of Twin Peaks with you, Molly. That's right. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, after season one of Twin Peaks, we'll detour through Wild at Heart. And, you know, sooner or later, we'll get to Inland Empire. We're doing... And the other th- big thing about it is that unlike this show... It is the, like, spoiler zone. On the first episode of the Twin Peaks cast, I spoiled the ending of Twin Peaks The Return because we don't give a shit. We have been, like, plugging the hell out of y'all and just saying, hey, if you want, like, a non-spoiler podcast, go listen to Reprise. That's not what we're doing. We're doing this as, like, people who uh, know this shit inside out. Um, Yeah, I I, I was going to say, it's a really excellent podcast. You get a lot of really great conversation about, you know, films in general and also... Yeah, you get to put Twin Peaks like in the context of David Lynch's whole career, all the ways like in dialogue with his other work. But more importantly, you say a lot of nice things about us, and that's the best quality <laughs> the show has. So um, true. That's yeah. why I can't listen to your podcast. <laughs> One more month and you can. Yeah. I have a lot to catch up on in a month. <laughs> um and then also on the Patreon page, for a dollar, you can get uh, you can give us a dollar and get early access to Ornate Stairwells, to um, Gotham City Limits, my Batman podcast, to Hot Singles, a music podcast that I used to be on that now my friends do a much better job of than I ever could. <laughs> uh, some other stuff. And for $5 a month, you get Pop Town Funk, a podcast that, Molly, you were also just on. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> where we roll <laughs> random Funko Pops to decide what to talk about. Sometimes that gives you Toy Story 4 and Despicable Me 3 back-to-back, and you really just question why you're doing this. Ah, Toy but, Story 4 uh, is fine. It's it not. It fucking sucks. It's dumb shit. It's bad. I like Forky. You can like... Forky is totally fine. Uh, it's just that he's not in most of the movie. Listen, is that kind of three different scripts that they just sort of put in a blender and uh, didn't worry about making any sense? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, what if at the start, Woody was concerned about being a dad, and then at the end of the movie, he went out for smokes? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Forky figured it out by then. He didn't need a dad anymore. <laughs> I, think, well, I wasn't worried about Forky's dad. <laughs> what? Well, the little girl, she got a dad already. It's fine. Yeah, that was Woody's problem. <laughs> Too many dads in this movie. Listen, also, the hot sheep lamp he used to make out with, uh, <laughs> turns out he found her, and what, he's gonna lose that again? No. No. He was, she got even cooler since he saw her last time. Now she's yeah. got, like, an, like, like, one arm and, like, does cool stunts. She's got those Pixar MILF hips now. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they really did like, that put her okay, in well, skirt, skirt off or show up that yeah. frock. <laughs> They're like, alright, we'll have, like... Uh, uh, not, like, we'll bring back the f- only female character we had in the first movie. Right. But we yes. gotta make her hot. We, uh-huh. we gotta Got make her to hot. Do that. We have to reveal that we knew this whole time. <laughs> I like the little Keanu Reeves uh, fucking Evil Knievel guy. I didn't even realize it was Keanu. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> he is good. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but... 
Again, very small part in a very long movie. Perhaps less than the sum of its parts. I'll grant that. <laughs> it's a 90 minute movie that feels like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my plugs. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Luke, Luke, unfuck you. Go ahead. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, primarily Eidolon Playtest. That's the name of the podcast. That's Where right. We play Eidolon Become Your Best Self. That's the name of the board game uh, <laughs> that we play. There's no board involved. I can't call it I was going to say, you, somebody is going to be so pissed that you said board game. None of us, <laughs> but somebody on like TTRPG Twitter is like, oh my God. Molly, we got to make a game board. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> that can be part of your one page of games Okay, alright uh, Yeah, it's it's two different campaigns Alternating every other week We got Eidolon Disco, Eidolon Ska They're both about cool teens In the 70s and the 90s respectively Also, they're not cool in the slightest But they not do solve all. supernatural mysteries Yes Uh, great Uh, Ashley you can find me at your Larry Bearson underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give, Give Ashley, Ashley your, your fucking, fucking money. money. Please. Do it. You got to say the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly. You can find me on co-host at the same tag. Uh, you could find me uh, at I need mayo.com, the second best game club. The Dead Space episode of Journal Updated is out. We recorded that here with Autumn. Uh, it was good, I think, so you should go listen to it. Um, and uh, that is it for now. We're gonna, Next up on Journal, we have two months of Fallout New Vegas, so uh, there's that. All right. Yeah. We're doing the DLC separately. I see. Because it would be too much to do in one month, I think. You say that. Nora has downloaded every Fallout game, <laughs> as we mentioned earlier in this podcast. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't... <laughs> That's... <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> I'm just saying that Nora can go down the fallout hole as deep as you want her to go. Yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, That's but the- you also, the, you've done a lot of things you didn't want to do for that show. I I do a lot of things for a lot of people. It's me and which we got to schedule a design session for Eidolon. Can I get home tomorrow? No. <laughs> Please? <laughs> we can probably do it this weekend. No, I we just should need do it to during fly the closing first. credits of... We should do our scheduling meeting right now. Right now, yeah, and tell everybody we're blowing up the Inhuman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, everybody already knows that's not. Anyway, um, that is it. Go to audiohp.com, donate button, leave reviews of us places. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine podcast.